Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, from the Daytona Beach News Journal. And he is a lap away from the checkered flag in the Daytona 500. The voice of NASCAR. Austin Dillon wins the 60th running of the Great American Race. Daytona Motor Miles with Ken Willis and Godwin Kelly. We will. Uh, we got a lot on the plate today. We got a little. Uh, we got some transactions. Got some personnel issues to deal with. Got first race of the playoffs out of the way. We got a uh, big four to talk about. You heard me. Big four, right? Big got the big four. And uh, we'll play the birthday game at the end, and we'll get to it, and we'll get started right after. Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. This. All right, welcome back. What do you know? The first leg of Daytona Motor Mouse with uh, Ken Willis and... Goblin right there, Goblin Kelly. Kelly. Goblin right likes to Facebook Live the first uh, few minutes of this. I'm and right here. What could go wrong? He is my techno beaver. <laughs> See, I'm going to put on my, my new Ace Hardware specs that I got yesterday. Oh, they look. I ran oh, through a flurry. I got ran through a, a flurry of uh, broken readers over the last week or so, and. Remember Fred Sanford would open up his drawer and he'd have glasses all in that drawer. That, oh, that yeah. was that's me, and I got them spread all over the house. But I started running low, and my best better ones uh, started just breaking. Turns out, it, it turns out that if you buy them for three ninety nine at Ace Hardware, they right. don't last forever. Oh, that's now you buy a hammer for three ninety nine on the clearance table, it'll damn near last forever. Yeah. But you can't. But it won't help you read a lick. I found that out. <laughs> all right. So what do you know? Hey. What do you make? Brad Keselowski, I mean, it's, it's too easy right now to say we now have a big four. Right. He has cracked the code, and uh, and he's won three in a row. If that doesn't put him in a big four, I don't know what does. What does this say about his chances going forward, Mr. Kelly? Well, if momentum counts, right? Mo. Oh, Mo. Yeah. yeah. Momentum counts. So uh, he's got momentum, man. Yeah. I mean, he pulls those first two races out with pit stop strategy. I guess he really did it with the third one, too. Yeah. Um, and so kudos to his pit crew because they're the guys that are getting him. You know, he starts 20th sure. or whatever, and then he works his way up on pit road, basically. And yeah. then he comes up with these dramatic passes, yeah. you know, for the win. So, And here's, here's where auto racing, automobile racing, is different than other sports. In baseball, I always like to bring it to baseball. Your baseball, your momentum is only as uh, is only as strong as your next day's starting pitcher. Right, that's the old saying. That's what they used to say around the water cooler there in the dugout. Really, you know, momentum's only as good as tomorrow's starting pitcher. <laughs> Actually, it's only as good as today's starting pitcher. 
racing, I've always said that your momentum's only as good as your next set of good years because you get you get a tire that's out of whack, you're in the wall and bye bye momentum. Hello, oh, yeah. hello walls, hello walls, hello walls, hello walls. Um, fair and young. Yeah, yeah. So anywho, um, but here's the difference. He could he could crash out and finish fortieth the next two weeks, and he's still good. He moves right on to the second round of the playoffs. He's a victory gets you in to the second three race stage of the uh, of the chase playoffs chase the <laughs> chase off the, the chase offs. <laughs> so he's locked in now. He would like to keep running good and pile up some more bonus points going forward. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, it's kind of odd. It's kind of odd in a way that he's good to go and he's just out there playing with house money for a couple of weeks. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, because he he he's definitely going to the next round. I mean, there's yep. no because he's got now, the win. Now if, now, if you're that team, I mean, they're going to say the right things. Yes, we're trying to win every race, and I, I assume they are. But you also you also wonder if if you're Brad Keselowski, know that you're clinched into the next round, and it comes down late at Richmond or even early at Richmond, and you got a chance to take. Do you it take does, it? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, he's got. I mean, he, if he could if he can pile up more segment points right so he can take the chances now he can yeah. he can go for the segment because they keep adding those points in yeah, people don't sure. i don't think people realize that i got you <laughs> so it, you know he would be okay so so he gets the first two segments he right. stays out there you know mm-hmm. and then he does a mileage run so he could get seven more points that stay with him yeah. when they do the next cut yeah, and they recalculate the At points. The Schlossen cutoff. Yes, yes. So yeah, I, I mean, it's, Take a chance. it's a total go Take for a it on, on his part. Take a chance. Yeah. Uh, who's who's going to win Richmond? Uh, I think Mr. Harvick. You pick? Did you pick him on the NASCAR this week? Yes. Page, the yep. weekly page because we have a newspaper near you. If you go back in history, hmm. when Mr. Harvick is angry little little chapped when he's chapped angry yeah. mad frustrated you know frustrated. what else you know what else they say in the dugouts what in baseball got himself a case of the red ass <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh yeah so hopefully his goodyear tires are gonna hold together <laughs> you don't think they're gonna give him the secret set <laughs> you don't think they'll give him the little here here's nah. our old tony stewart set <laughs> I, i'm gonna tell you what um Keep an eye on that four car because that four I, car is going to be just. He he may be getting into some people. Yeah. Hey, oh, we were going to talk about him later, but anyway, we'll get back to it. Uh, Harvey, the, you know, that may may blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Roger Penske, the captain, the yeah. team, his own. He he started out as a race car driver, sports cars and whatnot. Yeah, quickly right. turned to ownership and uh, made his early fame and fortune with Mark Donahue back in the sixties. Mark Donahue. He, and so he started his team. Yeah. Let's put a number on this. Okay. He started his team in 1966. That's a number. That's when Pay- Penske Racing started. Right. Now known as Team Penske. Right. And he this covers sports cars, Indy cars, champ cars. Well, that's what I'm getting to. They said that the 499 wins prior to Keselowski making it 500, they said it had come 
<coughs> in like 14 different racing series. Yeah. So now I'm thinking, all right, I assume he might have had a truck team at one point. So you got uh, Bush, Bush Series, Cup Series. That's three, or at least two. I don't remember him having a truck team. No, nah, I don't but maybe, But at least two in NASCAR. Maybe going back to the old sportsman division in NASCAR. Yeah. Uh, has he ever done any of those? I, Trans Am uh, F1? I don't I think him and Donahue might have put together an F1 deal. Uh, IndyCar, obviously. Buku's a racing. Indy Lights. There's another series. I'm trying to think of how... I got stuck at about well, seven or eight series. Um, you know, um, the guy, the Thunder from Down Under, the guy from... Marcus Ambrose? Yeah. So he's got an Australian he's stock got, team? They've got a Penske team in Australia. Well, I mean, and they probably have a, a feeder league down there. Like, if he, he might have a... He might put a car in the old Continental Tire series. The right. IMSA's... Uh, Bush, the Bush series of IMSA. Right. So if he's got a little team in there, they could win. So that's sports car racing, current sports car racing. And, you could say you won in two. And who knows uh, what series he ran that don't even exist anymore. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, but U.S. Uh, road racing series. It might be counting that. <laughs> you know, God, which is I wish still I, basically. I IMSA. really wish I had a hat that had that on. Do you? Yeah. Well, you willing to pay for that? <laughs> You know, I ripped the I ripped the uh, placard inside the front bill of the, or inside the front uh, billboard or whatever you call it in a cap. Yeah. It was it stood so high, it was so square that I in floppy hats were in, so I cut that little placard thing out, so that mesh thing. Yeah, and uh, so it would be floppy. And uh, wouldn't you know it? Big old tall hats are back. Yeah. <laughs> if I just waited twenty years, I would have had. I would have been in style. Yeah, yeah Ryan. I think Ryan uh, Blaney really likes those tall hats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who else does? C W McCall. Remember C W McCall? <laughs> C-W. Yeah, yeah. Convoy. C W. Um, so anyway, Pence, Mr. Penske's got five hundred wins now, and uh, of the guys who ran into hard luck and don't have a lot of uh, bonus points and whatnot to fall back on. Who is in trouble now in the chase-offs? Oh, well, you know, I got that right here in yeah. front of me. Oh, that looks like NASCAR this week. wonder who gets that. They get that all over the place. So, um, right now, the bottom four. The, low, are, the small four. Are Jimmy Johnson, Chase Elliott, unfortunately. Oof. Yeah, That's a, too bad. Sad. Eric Jones and Denny Hamlin. Yeah. And... They're at like they're at desperation. It, well, it's sad about Eric. I'm more sad for Eric Jones because he had been running so well for so many weeks, and you know so, he got a win at a plate race, which he, we don't. He count goes here, to but, Vegas, yeah. wins the pole. Yeah, I mean it's like all the stars are sure. aligning. Yeah, and then you know dumped out. Racing bites you where it hurts. Yeah, man. I mm. mean he finished last in the at Vegas. And Jimmy Johnson's just cooked, isn't he? Yeah, he's done. Uh, now, Richmond happens to be a track where a lot of these guys, yeah. like Hamlin yeah. and uh, Johnson, I mean, they've won three, four, or five races at yeah. Richmond. So maybe one of these guys can win and Oof. move on. You have to pull one out of the hat. You know what it's going to take for Jimmy, I think? Denny has had – he was – running up front for a long time there a lot of weeks in a row then he got bit but but for jimmy i think it's going to have to take some some unforeseen circumstances like a a weird cycle of green flag pitting there toward the end maybe a little rain yeah this that or the other you know stays out where everybody else comes in uh went on a mileage thing boy never thought we'd get to that point did you you're saying that about him no but uh and you have to wonder about the track at richmond what about that tracker? Well, that's, you know, Florence 
passed over there. Yeah. They had a, a, hur- or a hurricane, a tornado. Yeah. That was near the speedway. I mean, it didn't hit the speedway, obviously. Otherwise, so I'm not worried. Yeah, you told me to worry. Yeah, but that whole area is decimated and flooded and yeah. everything. I mean, you know, at least I'll have an excuse for empty grandstands. Oh, that's right. The tornado wiped out a section of the backstretch grandstands. All right, we're also oh, – by the way, we didn't bring this up. Uh, we got uh, – speaking of Richmond, Junior's racing at Richmond this week. We'll talk more about that. In just a moment, we're going to take a short break. Be right back. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, back to Daytona Motormouse, Ken Wallace, Goblin Kelly. Uh, now uh, we're to that little segment where call, you'll get that big-time auto racing. You know what you'll get sometimes? What that? Is uh, what they call the old, they used to call it, I don't know who first called it Silly Season, but it was kind of a goofy name, silly name even. And uh, it dates back for as long as I remember. And it's that point in the year where people start looking ahead to the following season and the musical chairs begin. In recent years, uh, the musical chairs has been a little bit uh, off kilter because, frankly, there haven't been that many chairs open. Right, yeah. (laughs) And uh, so, therefore, that kind of puts a damper on the music. And guess what? You don't have musical chairs. Sorry for all this but rustling, but you, yeah, I see that. Got to get my background. papers no, right. You need a bed of background noise to a little white noise to <laughs> soothe the soul. Yeah. Tell me, try to wrap up silly season right now. I know Ryan Newman jumped in the boat this week, so so uh, fill me in on who's where just, and just just get it, me started. Just in one week, yeah. okay? Just this past week or last week. Let me let me refrain that or rephrase rephrase that refrain it yeah. frame it um you had four drivers you had two drivers that said they're leaving and they that, were and that was uh ryan newman and matt de benedetto thank you, thank you. you're welcome <laughs> you had two drivers that were not going to be invited back uh jamie mac jamie mac murray yep yeah. and trevor bain bain yeah and uh so they're they're like, and that's not include that's not counting the Martin Truex situation. That's just circumstances. Deep no, this is. Way. I'm just talking about this was last week. Yeah, yeah. This is four guys that don't have rides now. Yeah, going into 2019. Um, then you start talking about what's happened previous. Yeah, that the 78 team's closing down. Martin Truex Jr. doesn't have a ride as of you know now. I think probably something's happening in the background. Casey There's Kane something happening adios. behind you there, Willie. Oh <laughs> Casey Kane said adios, right? Casey and Kane's now, Then he out. said adios right away immediately. Yeah. And uh, so then you got the Kurt Busch thing. Yeah. He's, he's not. He thought he was headed to take over Jamie McMurray's place yeah. at Ganassi. Yep. And then. But maybe uh, not. Daniel Suarez, who yep. does not have a contract for next year. Yes. And then nothing's been announced on him yet. Mm hmm. And so, 
you've got the 95 car that could possibly become the 78 car. Yeah, it's the newish kind of ownership, Levine Racing, where Casey Kane went for part of a year. Right. And then you've got um, you've got the, I guess he swore as in the 19 car. Yep. So, and he hasn't, like, set the world on fire. He's no. had two years to no. prove himself right. and hasn't won. He was so. put in that car at least a year earlier than they had planned to put him in the Cup Series. Yeah. And maybe that put him behind the uh, curve. And sometimes when you so, start behind the curve, you never see daylight. So you got basically Joe Gibbs racing, mm-hmm. the coach. Yep. He's got to make these decisions. Like, what are, what are we going to do? What are we going to do here? Yeah. You know? So it uh, should be interesting. You could punt. Yeah. But um, I. what do you think the chances of uh, – I know Toyota's going to do everything they can to keep Truex, but what do you think the chances of Truex going into – Suarez car? N- no. Into Stuart Haas to replace Bush. That's not a Toyota. I know. It's not a Toyota. But if, you know, money talks, right? If the money's but there. But still, that Bush – the the forty one with the court Kurtzen court Kyle. court yeah um, Jeb <laughs> the forty one that Kurtzen is not it doesn't have uh, full backing either I mean that's a Gene Haas been running that out of his pocket so he might decide he doesn't want to do that anymore well but you also have to remember they the Bush boys are uh, have been partnered with Monster Energy <laughs> yep Ooh, excuse me for almost a decade yep. so they've got he's got some money yeah. that he can bring to a team yeah. so well here's what's gonna happen you ready i'm ready uh true x to the 19 car suarez suarez to the 95 levine racing which will come under the umbrella of gibbs racing they'll take the furniture row spot right so they'll be the de facto fifth gibbs car with suarez but then, uh, and Truex Jr. gets the 19 where Suarez currently is. Um, you got your Kurt Busch going to the number one that Jamie McMurray's been in for a long time at Ganassi. Right. And now that leaves us the Stuart Haas Ford, right? Yeah. 41 car, which I will say maybe Ryan. <laughs> Ryan Newman already did that. Didn't he? he already raced over there. Yeah. Um, maybe it'll be Ryan Newman in the 95. And Suarez to the Kurt Busch car, or Suarez to the Xfinity series, and my man Ross the Boss Chastain <laughs> <laughs> comes up <laughs> and gets a and gets a plum ride. Yeah, where though? I don't know. God, you've stumped yeah. me. Well, the, so right now so, we've got, I've got everything filled except for the forty-one car and the sixth car. Oh, I forgot the sixth car. Yeah, assuming Kenseth doesn't want to run full time, right? Kansas doesn't want to. He, he only got not there. If he came, he, if he was offered a, a really good spot, maybe the six is Suarez. Hmm? Hmm? Or let's Ro- go down. Uh, Ro- Ross Chastain's stock is way up right yeah, now. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, it should be. So, all right, we'll figure this out. We'll get back to you. <laughs> It's very confusing, isn't it? Is that it? Do we? Uh, I have written Kevin Harvick and Goodyear down, and you'll get that in big time auto racing. That been on that part of our agenda, but we kind of touched on it earlier. But we didn't. We really... don't really need to. He he got what he considered some bad tires at Vegas, and uh, he referred to them as piece of crap tires. Right. And uh, so, anything to anything to take from that that we didn't say earlier? Um, it was funny. Dave Moody, Cal- Godfather, the Godfather, calculated the number of tire failures. Yeah. 
and he uh, divided it by the number of tires issued, yeah. and it turned out to be like less than one percent of the tires failed. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's that's still not good. No, yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, because they're not supposed to fail. They're not supposed yeah. to fail, but if you push I mean, let me them, tell you something. If one percent of the tires on the, on any stretch of U.S. interstate, ten mile stretch of a U.S. interstate, if one percent of the tires blew out. You'd never get home. You'd be in that traffic jam for a month. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a that's a lot of tires. Yeah. Even if it's five, it's a lot of tires at an automobile race. But I don't know how to, you know, I don't know how to put them things together. So who am I to tell them how to do their job? Well, and then I'm all for going back to bias ply. Also, how are you using that tire? Yeah, strip. Well, yeah, that's what the, the Goodyear will always say. Well, they should have done. They what they did was they didn't put have the air pressure set right. They right, didn't have the setup right. The camber is yes. wrong. Yeah, we we gave you a recommended setup and what this tire tire can take, and they went beyond the threshold. At which point, the crew chief will say, "Did not." <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh, <laughs> beg your pardon. All right, you want to move along? Let's go. All right, we'll be right. Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. White checkers. God and Kelly sit across from me. I'm Ken Willis, the Daytona Motor Mouse from the Sixth Street, Holly Hill, Florida. The Daytona okay, this is the Sixth Street Studio. Sixth Street Studio, yes. which I will just—I'd rather not try to say that. And I'm trying to go back in the archives to yeah. see if the Beatles may have recorded a song here. Yeah, they, they were everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Junior. I mean, Junior. <laughs> Junior. <laughs> racing friday night at richmond dale earnhardt jr uh now that he's been i mean are you excited at all i mean nbc is going to try to on nbcsn they're going to try to make a big deal out of it i mean it's a heck of a track to come back and race on that's richmond's three-quarter mile banked it's fast so he's got to be on he's got to be up on that wheel he's going to be up on that he's going to be up on that wheel and now and you know we've since come to find out that he thinks he might have had two dozen concussions during his career yeah uh do you think he will take any chances friday <laughs> night at Richmond? i don't think you will see him doing that do you think he will instead of a fire suit he'll walk down the grid pre-race and bubble wrap <laughs> how about that he looked like the michelin tire man yeah so that was what i would be yeah, I don't think Goodyear will go for that, seeing as how... Uh, how much pressure's on Goodyear with Dale Earnhardt Jr. <laughs> Friday night? Since since he's the spokesman yeah. for Goodyear. <laughs> wouldn't that be Wouldn't that be bad? If, yeah. yeah, there's a yeah. lot of bad things that could happen, but uh, what I think is Junior's just doing this for kicks. He's not. He's not. He doesn't have the competition well, hat on. And he also said when he was announcing his retirement and looking forward to this year, he mentioned there'd be a couple, maybe three Bush Series races done to basically to raise sponsorship money right. to help fund their Bush Series team as a whole. Correct. Yes. So that's what this is about. Right. It's about uh, funding. And, yes. And hopefully he's up there, runs up front, has a chance. It'd be great if he if he was there and had a chance and had a chance. You right. Know, just have a chance. And, well uh, if, if the car's right, 
you know yeah. and a, you know he, this is coming out of junior motorsports right and their cars are pretty darn good so uh it'd be funny though if uh, he beat his friend elliot sadler oh poor elliot elliot finishes second by a foot <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we have to listen to Elliot Sadler oh, again. Woe is me. Woe is me. me. Uh, I, I've just about had it with this. I, I don't know if I Ross can. Ross Chastain's a watermelon farmer from southwest Florida, and I bet you didn't even think they grew watermelons in southwest Florida. I had Florida. no idea. I had to look it up. little town down there. It's not even a town. It's just a designated area, they call it. Right. Uh, we got a few of them around here. I got to sneeze again. Hold up. Ready? Palm, Co- Palm Coast Ooh, that was a good one. in uh, Flagler County yeah. was that. Yep. It wasn't a city yeah, right. for. We got you know, Wilbur around here. We got Wilbur by the Sea. Warming by Oaks. the Sea. Warming by the Sea. That's not a municipality? I don't think so. Oh, but darn. Well, I think I think that's just an area. Mortona. Yeah. It's just an area. Yeah. So, yeah. anywho, uh, he's uh, from this old place down there. He's like a fifth generation or something watermelon farmer. Mm hmm. When we're not on the podcast, remind me to tell you about Art Smock, guy who was, when I was a teenager, we used to go play on at the little Daytona Par 3 that was on Speedway Boulevard out there on 92. Yeah. There was an 18-hole Par 3 course, and nine of the holes were lit, and so were we. <laughs> but we got there um, uh, every so often and playing there. They had a Tuesday night league, and one of the regulars was an old guy named Art Smock. And he he grew up on a watermelon farm in Mississippi. And I got one hell of a story to tell you when we're not podding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Leave leave everybody else in suspense here. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, if you see me on the street, <laughs> I'll tell you the art story about the watermelon farm. But Ross, the boss, is uh, he decided that he got a deal where he could run three races for Ganassi this year in the Bush Series because Ganassi has several different drivers in that car. Right. And, uh, and said he'd do it for nothing. And that seems to be the new way of things in that business. He said he'll, try, he'll race it for nothing. By, by God, he went out there a second time out. And won. Mm-hmm. And now he's going again this week, I believe, in Richmond. Right. So, um, I, two questions. Um, is Ross, now in the old days, we know t- 15 years ago, he has already done enough, overachieved enough, where he would get a shot. So, right. 15 years ago, he'd be streamlined right to the Cup Series probably next year in some form or fashion. Those days are gone. So, number one, is there any chance he lands in a Cup car that's capable of doing anything other than starting and finishing 35th every week next year is there any chance the odds of him one in ten chance what are the odds of him getting a ride like that and number two where do you rank seedless watermelons on the greatest inventions of all time um i think seedless watermelons are like sliced bread, man. I mean, he just doesn't get any better than that. You're wrong, but you're close. I'll, I'll fill you in later. All right. What's our, what are, tell me Ross's chances, and then I'll I'll give you the rundown. Mm-hmm. Do you know that uh, Betty White is older than sliced bread? No, did not know that. Yeah. 95? Is she 95? 98. Woof. Yeah. And, uh, sliced somebody, bread might be 95. Nine, sliced bread was introduced in uh, 1928. Hmm. So, I don't know what the numbers are. Yeah, out there. <laughs> but she's actually older than sliced bread. Yeah. So, gotcha. Yeah. So, you have to reverse that saying. Older, not sliced no, bread. Better than sliced bread, not older. No, yeah. Older than dirt. Yeah. She's not older than dirt. No, she's not older than dirt. That but, came around in like 1906, I think, dirt. Yeah. Okay. It was mud before that, just nasty. 
right, Ross has a one to ten chance he lands in a car that's capable of at least running mid pack next year. And by that I mean the by at least capable of running mid pack, right. that means the Roush cars, the children's cars. Uh, backpack. We know who the backpacks are, and we know who the front packs are. Yeah. What him? What are his chances? Mid pack or I, better car? I got a feeling that um, he's gonna probably run a part time Xfinity series. Yeah. I don't think he's. I don't think he's ready for cop. Okay. So. All right. Oh, seedless watermelon falls somewhere in the spectrum of, of great modern. Uh, not I don't know if it's an invention or just something that accidentally happened in a lab, but uh, it's right there with uh, the automatic garage door opener. Remember to I mean think back to not having an automatic garage door opener. Number one, it, I mean bottom line, it wasn't safe at night. Yeah, you know people come home, your little old aunt aunt dot comes home late yeah. at night, she has yeah. to get out and open the dark and open her garage door. Yeah, yeah, automatic garage door opener. Don't have that issue. All right. Uh, uh, um, TV remote. That's a pretty good one that came along recent years. Uh, I mean, in you know, in our lifetime. Yeah. But I think maybe seedless watermelon. I would put it behind automatic garage door opener, probably ahead of TV remote. But number one, I think of all time in my mind is the uh, uh, relaxed fit jeans. Oh, yeah, daddy jeans. Yeah, that way you can wear and you. you say, I still fit in these. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's the pair yeah. I got. I still <laughs> Whoever thought of that so it was genius because they go, we'll get these guys. They'll still buy our jeans. Yeah. Because they think they still fit in a 34 or 36 right. or 38. It's like my Uncle Bo wore 34s, but he got older and he had the, the bay window up front. Yeah. You know, the pop yeah, belly. I know. I'm very but familiar. He wore, but he wore the jeans, obviously, like old guys from Southwest Georgia did or do behind below that right front jeans were below that well he was still wearing 34s and uh like he wore in you know high score when he was in the army right and uh then one day he said he went <laughs> he went over to the sears over in dothan they went across the state line over to dothan and uh and my aunt carolyn was telling the story and, and he, he interrupted and he said well here's basically what happened he said I'm 34. I've always been a 34. He said, but went over there. Sure enough, he said, I tried on some 36s, and they felt so good, I bought some 38s. <laughs> so there you go. That's it. That's all I got. Oh, the birthday game. We got to play the birthday game. You got anything before we play the birthday game? Well, uh, let's. before we forget, how do, we, yeah. how do people find you on Twitter? Uh, hardly at all. I've given it up due to anger management issues. <laughs> but it's at Ken Willis, N-J, as in news journal. I thought it was Hey Willie. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that Hey Willie? <laughs> See? Been off so long. At Hey Willie. NJ. All right. New Jersey. I'm at Godwin Kelly. And uh, if you have a question for uh, Mr. Willis, hashtag Hey Willie. We'll, we'll find it. We'll get it on here. You'll find we'll, it and give it to me. Yes. And we all questions are answered. So there you go. That's Tell all it. them people on Twitter I said buzz off. <laughs> Are you going to play the birthday game? I'm ready. All right. Nothing today on the agenda, but tomorrow, Thursday, Juan Pablo Montoya. Juan? Feliz cumpleaños. Oh, to... man. I remember when he was just like a kid. Yeah. He was like a kid when he went indie. Yeah. He was a young was man. wonder what he's going to be tomorrow. Uh, 42. Damn, you're good. 43. Here's one. Carl Long. Remember Carl Long? What we know? What do we know about Carl Long? The suspension. Damn, you're <laughs> suspended for life because you couldn't afford to pay the fine. 
It's finally back. Carl Long, nice, friendly fella from... Is he from Virginia? I, think I he have is. no idea. He looked like the missing uh, Burton brother. Yeah. He always looked like the missing Burton brother. Yeah. It looks like he used to use his... Remember, he looked like he was a, a proponent of the Burton brothers' home barbering kit. Remember? <laughs> So anyway, Carl Long is tomorrow's going to be what? Forty five. No oh boy. You gotta go way off the grid to fool you. Yeah. Fifty one. Wow. Well, uh Friday. Oof. I'm I'm uh I'm wondering about this. Friday, Richard Childress. Richard? Richard Childress, Friday, is in Richard Childress Racing. Seventy one. Seventy three. It's, it's yeah, pretty good when you get in the seventies. Yeah, okay. I'll do my math on that one. I might do it. We might need to investigate that one. Saturday. Saturday. Get out your abacus. Leonard Wood. Leonard Wood. Leonard. Leonard yes. is the is young. Leonard. He is much younger. California. He's actually a lot younger than his brother. He was 25 so years old. So I'm going to say 82. 84. It's pretty good in the 80s. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty darn good. You're That's right. Because Glenn is in his 90s. He's over 90 yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, Regan Smith. Regan? Pretty good little racer. Oh, God. Regan he's got to be 40. Oh, off your game this week. 35 is all. There's not too much distance from 35 to 40. Well, it goes like that. All right, one more. One more next Monday. <laughs> next Monday. Next Monday from up in the booth, happy birthday, Alan Bestwick. Alan? <laughs> Alan Bestwick? Alan Bestwick, NBC, ABC, ESPN, the Motor Racing Network, (laughs) (laughs) IndyCar, NASCAR, college football, a little bit of hockey. Wow, Alan. Alan Bestwick, A-L-L-E-N. Parents didn't know how to spell Alan. um, So I'm going to say he's 53. It's the good hair. It's the good hair, the pep in his step, good skin. It'll fool you. 57. Wow. Yeah, 57. Yeah, I saw him uh, at the 400 yeah. weekend. Yeah. Did you see him? Yeah. Oh, did I? <laughs> Everywhere I looked, I kept running after him. Yeah. yeah. yeah and he was he, all over the he place. He does not look 57. No, absolutely no. not. The TV no. will do that for you. Who is the uh, world's oldest teenager? Uh, Dick Clark. Yeah, he's got that Dick Clark factor. The gene? Yeah. He's got that gene? Yeah. Yeah. The uh, easy fit gene? <laughs> <laughs> Relaxed fit gene? Yeah. All right, anything else on your mind before we close up the shop and no, I, end the pod? I, I think we need to get the lights turned off and the door okay. locked. All right, thank you. Till next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Daytona Motor Mouths. To reach the program, please visit DaytonaMotorMouths.com or follow on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona. And thanks for joining us. Daytona Motor Mouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.